Hey, this is Stacy with Stranger Stopping Strangers. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, welcome back to anyone who's coming back, and thank you for tuning in for anyone who's new. So I'll do a little catch-up on this week. It's been a real busy week here in California, 10 days and counting, with lots of really fun family time, some great adventures. We went up to Lake Tahoe and saw the famous Auntie Annie, and I tried my best to get her on the podcast, but she just needs to dig a little deeper for those mind-blowing stories that she wants to blow all our minds with. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, made it back to Foster City, taped the podcast with David Davis in my childhood bedroom where the Bob Weir posters hung back in the day, and that's on the podcast. And just a great time. Made up to Terrapin Crossings, which is just always such a treat when you come to California. Uh, extra special experience meeting Sam Taravella in the parking lot. Had a really fun talk about Shakedown Street and 20 Front Street, and then he uh, took us over. So just some really, really fun stuff. So I hope everybody enjoys today's podcast uh, with David Davis, uh, headed back to the East Coast, and really all eyes are on Fenway. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait to see all the deadheads invade Kenmore Square. It's um, top of list. So here you go. This is David Davis's podcast, and uh, enjoy the uh, beginning of July. Hey, David, thank you for joining Strangers Stopping Strangers. Anytime, Stacy. Well, it's it's so fun to be meeting all these new people, and, and people, you know, once in a while you can show them the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right, because <laughs> I did not think Twitter was going to be the place that I was going to make all these new friends. So um, it's crazy and cool, right? Yeah, it's totally cool, and it's right in the middle of a tour, and it's pretty fun. It's exciting times, and there's a show on video on the Internet tonight. So. Oh, tomorrow night. Well, Sorry. <laughs> it's so cool the way it all it all converges. And, I mean, in your part of the new world, I mean, one of the things that we connected about is, is you have a blog that you, that you yeah, have been inspired you to. Know, I'm an old guy, and I, you know, started seeing shows in the 70s, and uh, – and I kind of was away from the scene for a while, and now I, I, I write about shows that I went to and some other topics on my blog. Cool. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attach the blog to this podcast. So all of you listeners, and thank you for anyone who's returning, and welcome to anyone who's new. Um, you can hear about the adventures through me and, and read about them through David. So it's, uh, it's the old world meets the new world, and uh, so that's, um, it's very exciting times. Well, let's let's talk about the first song that we're going to play. We're gonna we're gonna start off with a. You picked a very cool set list, all East Coast, and I'm gonna have you talk a little bit about them. Um, I think the first song we talked about is uh, is where I am currently hailing from, from Boston. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so my first two shows were at the Boston Music Hall in the little theater tour, 1976, and the second night I went to was the last night, June 12th. It was just a really fun night. There were some really exciting things that went on, and um, the Dead played one of their rare versions of Mission in the Rain. You know, later Jerry played it a lot in his band, but Mission in the Rain, a beautiful song. And also that night they did, they played Warp Ride and Comes a Time back to back, which was the only time I wow. ever got to see like a double header of cool Jerry songs at the end of the show. And at the end of the show, they, they, they did Sugar Magnolia before they went in, as an encore, before they went into Sunshine Bacon, they squeezed U.S. Blues in. So it was a cool little night. Wow. It was on the radio in WBCN in Boston. A lot of you guys probably heard it. 
And uh, but but I think mission was was you know it's the only time I ever saw heard the Ducks play it. It's a beautiful little song. Absolutely. So, so let me ask you this: Do you do you, what's your number of seeing the shows? Do you have a do you have a round number to throw out? Yeah, I have a nice round number. I saw eighty shows. You can see them on the left hand side of my blog. I saw eighty shows, and they're almost split halfway between seeing about forty two shows on the East Coast and about thirty eight shows in the Bay Area. Well, you have a really cool thesis on that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Mission in the Rain for all of our listeners now so they can start grooving and enjoying some music. And then after we come back from Mission in the Rain, I want to talk a little bit about the East Coast, West Coast, um, the world that that you came from and the world that I'm living in now. So um, let's everybody enjoy. I'm going to put on Mission in the Rain. And so this is from the Boston Music Hall from June 12, 1976. So here we go.
has always been one of my favorite songs and um I really am sad that I only saw them play it in my second show. Yeah, you know, I got to see Jerry play it, but I mean when the dad played it, it was uh, it was just it was just special. It's a special. I don't think I've ever heard it. I don't know. It's it's not in my it's not in my wheelhouse. So it's a it's a it's Oh a yeah, rare well job. they only played it and they 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 recorded it on that album, the Jerry album in seventy six, the Cast Under the Stars album and um then they only played the dad only played it on that in that East Coast tour in June of seventy six and then it moved into the Jerry band. I guess they right. partitioned songs into the Jerry band and the dead at a certain point. And so it's uh, I just love it. Well, I love that they came together as a band and I love that they always had their own things going and it was also harmonious and, and good, you know. I mean Mickey Hart has his band and Bob played Rat Dog and actually this is a moment to say, um, rest in peace, Rob Wasserman. A little shout out yeah. to uh to their own special bands. This is uh uh today is July first that we're recording this, so um very current sad, sad news. Um, but yeah, and Jerry's band, I mean, it was awesome that they all got to do their own thing and then come back together and then create their own projects and come back together. I mean, I can't think of any band that stayed harmonious and did their own groovy projects on their own and there was never any yeah. competition. Yeah, but it's just the guys love to play. And it was really evident. Like, my first 40 shows are all the East Coast shows. When I go to Jerry, I'd have to drive really far. 
down to see him in like uh, Providence or Boston. I lived in Maine at the time, and or you know, I have to drive farther than that. And then when I moved in uh, December 1980 to the Bay Area, all of a sudden I moved to Berkeley. All of a sudden I would walk down the street, and there'd be like three or four hundred people, and you could watch Jerry play at the Keystone. You know, buying a ticket outside for five bucks or seven bucks or whatever it was. It's just that was a phenomenal thing about the the the, the West Coast. I wrote a blog piece on it. Check it out on my site that um, talks about the difference between being like an East Coast and the West Coast. Dead-head. Mostly that involved around travel. Oh, I, I mean, I can only imagine. And, and as you and I talked about, I mean, I'm a, I'm a West Coast, San Francisco girl, actually, sidebar, and podcasting from my bedroom that I grew up in with my Bobby Weir pictures up in the wall. Um, the, I'm here in Foster City in San Mateo, where I'm from, and now I obviously live in Massachusetts. So, I mean, you and I have kind of a, I call myself a reverse transplant because everybody would go West because that's, you know, the music, the scene, the weather, the food. Um, but unfortunately, the affordability on the West Coast has, um, you know, changed changed up the patterns a little bit. But the West oh, yeah, Coast, for you know, sure, for sure. I, there's, I, there's, but there's a couple of guys. There's a, there's a couple of guys. There's a guy named Corey who does long lost uh, blog blog um, pieces. Who, who's been around forever and writes amazing stuff. And sometimes he and a guy named Joe from Drakeus's Middle Finger blog. They write these interesting pieces that I've been like making comments on, and now that I'm writing my blog, I feel more comfortable. So I make like I did this little study where I said, "Oh, my first 11 shows on the on the East Coast, I had to travel 2,700 miles or something, which is a lot for 11 shows. That's a lot. But on the West Coast, my first 11 dead shows, I traveled 60 miles, a lot by walking up to the Greek <laughs> or like taking Bart over over to the Oakland Auditorium. I mean, it was like, I'd be home in like 20 minutes after the show. I mean, walking. So it was like, that was a totally different dynamic. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, the 70s, the 80s here, you know, I mean, there's uh, probably the 60s, 70s, 80s Bay Area. I mean, there's no no better place. There is no better place. Yeah. Well, I'm going to segue into... Oh, okay. Oh, but before you go, I'm sorry. I, before you, even as late as '88, when you started seeing shows, they're still playing at Frost. They're still playing at the Greek. They're still playing at these beautiful little outdoor facilities. So, no, 100%. Frost '88 was my first show. So, I mean, that was just uh, the perfect, perfect, perfect place. The perfect place yep. out there in the woods, dancing around. It was the perfect place. Well, I'm going to do some more music because I think. Uh, People tune in to hear us chat, and they tune in to hear some some tunes. So let's uh, let's talk about the next one that we are going to do. We're we're going to go back to the East Coast, right? So we're going to do. We're still yeah, we're well, still. In, I'm, I'm all these are going to be from the East Coast. So the very next show in New England after the uh, after the June 12th show was August 2nd, Hartford, Connecticut, at a place called Cold Park, and this kind of followed the dead traditions of playing a show in Hartford, outdoor show in the summer, and then playing a show two nights later in Jersey City and they did this like three or four times. And the great thing about seeing an outdoor show in the East Coast was a really long first set, fourteen songs, sometimes longer if it was a little bit earlier. And then they did this weird thing on the song we're about to hear, Might as well. The only time they ever did a jam out of Might as well that's it extended improv- improvisational piece for like three minutes. And I just love it. People don't hear it too often because there's only an audience table. I highly recommend it. 
Well, I'm excited to hear it. I will be totally honest. I've never heard it, and I'm excited that I have it, and that you sent it to me, so I have it digitally, so I can add it to my playlist and hear it over and over. So, everyone, we're going to go into Might As Well, and this is from August 2nd, 1976, in Cold Park, Hartford. So, everybody enjoy.
Welcome back, everyone, from listening to Might As Well from Hartford. So we are back, and we're going to talk a little bit more, and then we're going to end with a great, always a great show closer. Um, so uh, let's, uh, what, um, I don't know, tell me a little bit about the song. We talked about before we went in, and okay. take me back to Hartford so, again. I was very fortunate in 77. I'm a senior in high school, and I was able to go to eight shows. And a lot of them have been released already. The um, new one in New York City at the Palladium on April 30th was released. The Hartford show to Terrapin, May 28th, English Town, and then uh, Colgate on November 4th in Rochester, November. So my last four shows have all been officially released as by the Dead Organization, and that leads to this show at the Broome County Arena in Binghamton, New York, November 6, 1977, which I always thought was the best show. Well, there's a lot of buzz around Cornell 1977. I mean, as I kind of started looking into archives, I mean, there's there's a lot of a, a lot of buzz from the fans that yeah, this time that that genre that it was this it was on, right? Oh, for sure. Because like the reason I didn't go to Cornell was I was up, I was in high school in May and I was in college in September, so I was in high school, so I only could sneak away on Saturday nights. I could pretend I was going home and hitchhike to New York and hitchhike to Hartford. That's what I did. And I got to see all these great Saturday shows, but I didn't get to see anything extended until November when I'm in college. And there's no rules and there's nobody guarding me. And I just take off on a Thursday morning and go see three shows in upstate New York with my friend Rex Sullivan, who lived in Ithaca. So I went to Ithaca and that was the home base, but I didn't get to go to the Ithaca show. But I always thought these three shows at the end of November, in November in the Northeast were the phenomenal 77 shows from the longest time. Well, you're not alone with that statistic. I mean, I myself was three and four years old. So oh. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't have any uh, I don't have any skin in the game myself. I was a, a very small child. But uh, but I am loving learning and listening and uh, and and. Yeah, you get to feel like you were there. I mean, I've said this in other podcasts, and I'll kind of I'll kind of leave this on the commentary. I mean, what other band in the world ever before had the the prolificness of both the touring and the the welcoming of the taping and the sharing of those songs? I mean, it's like we we could not be doing this if it wasn't for the music belonging to the fans and the generosity of encouraging people to tape and share. I mean, it's just phenomenal that we're able to be doing this with these concerts. It's, it's no doubt. And um, that's why all 80 shows I saw the dead, there's all recordings from probably 75 of them are soundboard recordings. And that's the reason I personally go and buy everything that the dead releases. I like to give them cash myself because I get all this other music for free. It's amazing what, what, what they've done. And, I've had an opportunity after the Betty Boards were released and, you know, all these great recordings came out and then digitized on the Internet in the last 10 years to really listen to these things. And that's how I kind of became that historian kind of guy. Yeah, well, it's awesome. And it's it's um it's just been the most fun. It's been the most fun project I've I've, you know, I've ever really dug into that, you know, other than being a mom and, you know, and my wife and job and, you know, a lot of really fulfilling things in life, but just in terms of something that's just pure passion and pure joy, it's um 
uh, these last couple months have been amazing. So, and thank you. I mean, it's thank you to you and to all the people who are listening or have listened or will listen. Um, this is just for fun. It's from a deadhead with deadheads for deadheads. It's just a, uh, just a way for us to all share. So yeah, on that yeah, note, I, Oh, oh, sorry. I don't <laughs> That's okay. No, no, say, I want to hear it. Yeah, I was going to say, Stacey, what I think is cool about your, what I really like about your podcast, how it, it, it kind of relates to my blog, there's a lot of people. So, guys, yeah, we are going to go to 1977. We're going to, this is going to be our last show from bringing, um, Birmingham, New York. So here we go.
trucking, and I would just want to say goodbye and and thank you for being on Strangers Shopping Strangers podcast, David. My pleasure, Stacy, and keep on what you're doing and keep it up. It's so great. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for it. We wouldn't be here without you. And I hope everyone who's listening, whoever's listening, is enjoying. And um, leave a comment on the uh, comment page or uh, email me, and uh, we'll we'll get you on too. This is a uh, this is an open forum for anyone who is a fan that loves the music. So. Uh, David, I know we're going to be in touch through uh, social media, and maybe we'll see each other at a show one day. Nothing would make me happier. That'd be great. That'd be great. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Welcome back from our last song from Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.